Hello everybody, welcome to Optional Opinion here on Anonymous Radio Network. I am your host, ADV. Thank you guys for tuning in. I have a great, great show for you. Um, just want to make an announcement even before I start. Um, today, an episode with Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce was released, and I'm on it. I'm one of their special guests featured on it, so please do check it out. You can check it out on SoundCloud, iTunes, I believe. Um, they'll soon be on Google Play. If not, they might already be on there, so do check them out at the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and check out our episode as we talk about retro games, Mitomo, wrestling. We just talk about just a whole bunch of things and it it was such fun recording with those guys and cannot wait for them for me to have them here on optional opinion sometime in the future um but i hope everyone is having a great week having a great weekend um you know i've been playing a lot of games getting some stuff finished which actually one game kind of um created today's topic um so before I go into today's topic and tell you what it is, um, I did finish the, the division, and it, it was kind of weird um, how the game ended. Um, I didn't even know that I was like on the last mission. It, I was just like, okay, this is it. Like it was there, um, and I finished the mission. I beat the boss, uh, and then it told me to go to one more spot. I went to the spot and it showcased the ending of the game. And after watching the ending, I was like, that's it? it, it, it is, this, is this what we're really doing it, 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 for all the work that got put into this game, all this development time? You guys give me this ending. So today's title, <laughs> title is called The End is Dry. And it, it's kind of like modern game endings are like getting terrible. Or are they, you know, are are they satisfactory and acceptable as to us gamers? Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about for today. And we're going to start off by actually, actually uh, asking the question, are modern game endings bad? Well, it depends on how everything concludes. Um, you know, when the story is, you know, if there's loose ends to the story and they fit very well getting throughout the story and it concludes you know it ties up those um loose ends then if 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 it works for you then it's acceptable then you know the endings are not bad but i kind of feel like that there's just a lot of game endings that there was some more focus on the development of the whole game that the ending becomes the afterthought and when the ending feels like it's an afterthought it actually becomes something less of you know less less something to look forward to and you sometimes end up seeing those pattern and that company's game like they put everything in there and then when you get to the end um of certain games or a continuation of games that the ending just does not fit you know it, it's just unsatisfactory like they spend so much time uh, doing cutscenes throughout the uh, throughout the game to tell the story to make it have a cinematic experience, but then when it gets to the end, it's like maybe a minute and a half or two, and then credits roll. Or sometimes something will happen and it just ends. Um, if you look at um, Kane and Lynch two, um, the way that that game ends, and I'm sorry, everybody, uh, spoiler alert for some of these games that I do talk about. I'll be not going in full detail, but if you haven't played them, I am going to kind of be touching on the end of those games. 
Um, when you get to the ending of uh, Kane and Lynch 2, um, and this is a very old game, um, I believe that you fight some dogs and you run to this uh, helicopter. You get on the helicopter and you fly off, and that's it. Like, uh, after all that you did, I believe it gives you a somewhat conclusion, but just the way that it ends, like, you get into this airplane, fly off, and then that's the end of the game. Like, it, it kind of feels like, for some people, say, it just feels like things just happen for no apparent reason, just to get through the levels. And that's kind of how I feel like about the division, that they set you up to get through these levels. Um, You you finish the level, you know, you, I, I guess you're finishing, um, uh, storyline. Cause it, it's very weird. If you look at the division storyline, like it was, there really one there. Um, and I know you're trying to complete the base and get things together to make it a hundred percent. Um, but it's just like some of the side quests didn't really provide anything to the ending of the game. And it just felt like the story wasn't really there. It's just like you go to these missions, uh, missions, you fight, and then that's it. And even when you, even when you like beat the last mission, uh, destroy the helicopter that you're fighting, it it just doesn't have no kind of connection and and maybe you kind of please still have to do the side quest of collecting tapes and surveillance and listening to things to get the full understanding of it but it just it just didn't feel right it didn't feel connected together and then when it got to the ending it didn't really um it, it didn't really do nothing and it may just be for me but it it, it didn't really solve anything um you're supposed to be learning about some genetic code or some DNA or some secret virus and you learn about it. And I guess it got modified and it was released uh, on separate things and they explain how it goes. But it's just like, of course, of course the creator who makes it, uh, something happens to them. And one of your old, uh, uh, agents, division agents who who went rogue, you kind of find out more about him. And it just feels like there's no connection because like, like, all of that doesn't um, have no place in the game, in the storyline. So it's just really, it's, it's just feel very disconnected. Um, if the side quest plays a part in the ending, um, and not a lot of games do it. Um, but if it does do, like if you see characters end up being in like a montage or they somehow you know added scene they like add scenes because you actually help them and it does something for you um it might it may play a big part in your maybe even in the dlc it might play a big part on the bigger role of the game and it might come in at the ending um if the experience of the story matters and the ending brought some emotion um that's if you know you know just to make sure that you know, if you really got something out of the game, um, and like the ending that, um, you know, brought some emotion to you, like you feel happy that you beat it or it concluded very well, or you were shocked and thrilled. Like if, if you don't look it up, trying to ruin the surprise or see how spoilers and stuff. Um, if, if you really like dedicate your time and playing through the game and it really gives you something and it really does it for you with the writing, the acting, like if the experience was really there, that would, that'd be the only thing that really matters. Um, definitely like for me and i'm probably going to be touching a little bit about this um heavy rain is one of those games for example that 
to me, the story really mattered because it felt like a mystery and you're trying to find out what's going on. And uh, every decision that you make really, really mattered uh, in the end scheme of the game. And when it got to the ending of the game, you kind of feel very happy um, if you got the best ending, I should say. If you really got the best ending, you feel really happy doing what you did through the game to um, get the conclusion. Um, And I was definitely satisfied because I got the best ending where um, the main character saves his son and his uh, the uh, woman that you work with throughout the game um you guys fall in love and you guys stay together so you guys become a family um you find out who the killer is the origami killer in the game um you find out who that is and you end up defeating him or he kind of ends up defeating himself uh but you survive that attack and it just depends on what choices that you make or if you're gonna go through it and stuff and it kind of ha- i think it has like four endings to it so it depends on if whatever you're trying to get out of it um i i love the story of heavy rain um it was a great experience trying it um the gameplay the gameplay is just the gameplay um but i really got something out of it and i thought that the fit the best ending that i got of it really concludes everything and it really made me happy with uh with the main character that I played, you know, seeing that character go through these struggles and doing anything to rescue his son. That was, that was really emotive to me. Um, you know, and it, it was kind of chilling at parts because there's just some things that you just don't want to see. But when you have to really do what you can to get your child, you would really kind of make that sacrifice to do it. And, I felt like the sacrifice that the uh, protagonist made in the game was well worth it to get the ending that I got to get that best ending. And so I feel like with some modern games, um, there are there are some games that do, that do have bad endings. Like I I don't know if it's because of development costs they ran out of time or whatever. But I feel like sometimes there are games that in this modern age. And we're going to talk a little bit about the history of it soon. Uh, in this modern age, that it, it just feels like there's just such a disconnect. And when there's a disconnect there, that's when I feel like the game ending is not worth it. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the history of game endings.
So getting into the history of game endings, and I'm just going to be talking about different game endings that was kind of retro and what you're kind of seeing now. Um, a lot of games would say congratulations and thank you for playing with music. Um, sometimes they would just show the high score, uh, make that one sc- uh, screen um, with some animation of the character, showing that, you know, thank you for all the hard work, thank you for playing this game this is the end there's like kind of no conclusion um definitely when there's like a puzzle game or something like that like you um if you look at tetris um if you uh if you meet a certain level of on tetris um depending on what mode that you're playing you might get an ending showing the uh um some russian houses um and like fireworks and music playing and it's showing your score and how many lines that you clear like th- there's no ending to it uh um i know um uh there was a bubble bobble um th- there's a, a somewhat ended to it but it kind of shows you like a score and the same um there is a rainbow one that's also that's but like bubble bubble related and i cannot think of the name of it um that i play and i played all the levels and the ending that i got was kind of like a thank you for playing thank you for carrying the game you rescued the land that's it and then it moves on and uh says press run to start uh Ooh, sorry about that. Press the run button, which is on the Turbo Graphics, because that's the game I was playing it on. Um, and it just gives you that. It, it don't really um, have anything else. Simple. That's the ending. That's all. Um, Super Mario Brothers uh, with the princess in another castle. That was kind of the first like uh, example. Of, thank you for playing um, game that you know really gave you an ending. Uh, but every time you beat uh, King Koopa uh, from World 1 through World 7, um, you would get a toad that would tell you that, oh, sorry, you know, thank you for rescuing me, but our princess is, is in another castle. So th- those end levels, they kind of were endings, but they were kind of like, you know, to end the level in that world and you went on. Um, Ninja Gaiden have a cutscenes in this and cutscenes throughout the game. That's kind of the first game that actually gave you like an ending, ending of someone of now that it was able to show you more. If you look at uh, Double Dragon, um, uh, not in arcades but for the NES, well, yeah, even in arcades, um, uh, depending on if you beat uh, whoever, well, for arcades. Um, if you beat Jimmy Lee, uh, you know, your second player or your first player, whoever wins out of that battle, um, they would get Linda. Um, and you know, she would go to that one player and you guys kind of had to fight to the death, uh, to receive her. Uh, if you played the NES game, um, uh, you usually, you, you would have to fight, uh, Jimmy cause you're, uh, you're, uh, you're Billy, uh, I believe. Um, you have to fight your brother, and then once you beat your brother, uh, you go into the room and you know you rescue Linda. Um, a lot of beat 'em up games were that capturing women, and you would get to the last boss, um, beat them, and a woman would come up to you and hug you and be like, "Okay, that's the end." You know, thank you for saving me. Um, thank you for playing the game. Points. Uh, Final fight for Super Nintendo. Uh, show where uh u.s cody or whoever pretty much cody 
walking out from uh the building uh and when you get to the end like guy will come out and punch you um and then the jessica will show up and uh kiss you and stuff and tell you thank you for saving her you know little things like that uh streets of rage and streets of rage 2 were actually more streets of rage um you got to make a decision of beating the big boss of taking over his uh um his uh spot (coughs) sorry about that or um you know, the, actually defeating him and saving the city. And they will show you two different endings. Uh, they will show you uh, taking over the city by you sitting in the chair. And it has, like, uh, this evil kind of music playing. Or if you beat him, it shows that you, like, save the city. Where, like, Streets of Rage 2 kind of had, like, uh, one ending that you would defeat Big Boss. And uh, you kind of rescue uh, Skate's uncle, um, Axel, uh, I believe, that... Uh, is is it Axel? I think it's Axel. Um, you ended up saving um his uh, his uncle. Um, after that, you know, uh, I didn't finish three yet. Um, but like those kind of the things that you were seeing in a lot of game indies, so definitely for being a must. Um, Ninja Gaiden, um, because cutscenes were going on and they were tuning in as a cinematic experience. Um, once you you would still get a cutscene, you would get some dialogue. Um, nothing was spoken yet. Sometimes you would hear like a laugh, like sound effects and stuff. Um, but you would see like at the end the castle blowing up and going down. And I believe Castlevania also does that. Again, in Castlevania one and two also does it um you got the picture text um where they would just show a picture of everybody with text scrolling down or scrolling up or scrolling down and they're saying how you defeated how you saved the land or yada yada whatever you did uh in those games um if you look at uh, the legend of zelda um you kind of uh save zelda and you both hold up the triforce and um um says that you save hyrule and you know sometimes you'll see the screen scroll and stuff like that um mega man 2 um is a perfect example of a good ending um mega man 2 he's walking towards the screen and uh music is playing and uh different seasons are changing kind of to represent um uh kind of trying to represent the bosses that you've been through even though metal man you know kind of doesn't play too well like in that um but you see uh mega man walk in listening to the slow music um you defeated dr wiley um and at the end of it 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 kind of ends with um mega man's helmet coming off and him turn into a regular boy and kind of like disappearing you just see his helmet and the music playing and then it goes into credits and like speeds up um so like those kind of things were like really nice touches like they was putting more animation and effort uh into their endings with characters movie um later on when cd games were allowed cinematic endings and voice acting um that's the kind of stuff that we we started to get um it started with um uh, full motion video fmv uh with like night trap so or um some games for sega cd and some games for the graphic cd like you started seeing these anim uh animated games um or full motion video games have the endings depending on what you choose and how you how long you survive like if you capture everything was able to make it uh you would get different endings depending on that um 
snatcherous one that you could see like everything was voice acted and animated in a way that was um the which is uh, a kind of a crime dealer a noir kind of game but it was done so very well and they didn't finish it we didn't get a part two but i would love to see a part two um and there's probably more games with more endings uh but that was just like a little brief history about it and it, it was it's really good to go back and look at those games and play those games nowadays you you get games that go to certain cutscenes and you could tell if it's in game or if it's an actual cgi cutscene in most games they're going to give you a cgi cutscene it's not going to be too cartoony or too like looney toony or anything like that um another ending um uh, before we go on Another ending that I kind of want to touch on was like Super Mario Brothers 2. If you look at that ending, how, uh, you see, um, you see the last boss, um, get, you know, defeated and trampled. And then you see it as a dream. Like everything was just a dream sequence. And you were, and I was kind of like shocked to be like, huh? Wait, I, the intro and what they said in the game, sounded completely different than what was actually going on at the ending so mario dreamed up the whole thing and and it was it was very weird um that he had this dream and now if you look at the some of the games some of those characters like the shy guys are in like the yoshi island series like it's in other series and it's kind of weird to see that just to be like wait but this was supposed to be a dream but it's actually happening sorry about that uh, it, it was just weird but um seeing stuff like that like the dream endings that uh you would play the whole game you would beat it you will be happy that you beat this hard game or difficult game and kind of find out that it was all just a dream all in the mind um and there are some games that still do that to this very day it, it was just very weird seeing that so when i definitely come back uh we're going to be talking about does it matter to gamers and for for a lot of people it really do and we'll be talking about that when i come back
So, uh, does game endings really matter to gamers? Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, if you put a lot of time and effort, definitely if you're an RPG gamer like me, if you put a lot of time and effort into a game and and they don't it doesn't reward you very well that's a big problem that really is a big problem it absolutely matters um although you're paid for various reasons for the game part of the payoff is the ending like you you really want to have a better discussion uh not discussion discussion uh of playing the game when you finally beat it and if your friends are playing the same game or even when you're podcasting or, you know, um, just want to diagnose what the game was like all about, like kind of get a, 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 a clearer understanding, talk about it uh, amongst friends, um, that ending really pays off. And it could really hurt a game if the ending is not there. Uh, of course, if you look at the Mass Effect game, uh, Mass Effect controversy that happened with three um so many people were upset and you know um Bioware had to go in and change it and it it caused such so much craziness that people were just like what right as gamers do we have to have another a company send like a DLC patch uh to fix the ending of the game if the creators thought that the ending of the game was was fine uh was like really just really nailed it in the coffin like this is done we're done we're trying to move on you know gamers even if you don't like it or not should be kind of respectful about it there shouldn't be like no petition to have this game banned or you know it, it shouldn't be such a way that we have an attitude that we fully hate it because that's not fair to the creators who made the game you know that you already got a 40 plus some hour of rpg goodness and probably still such more out there that you didn't even find that you which is which is completely blow your mind all the facts all the stuff that they invested time and the effort you know um you pay for that you know you spend really good money and yes you do have a right to complain if you don't like the ending um but that's something that you don't have to be rageful about and i can understand that a lot of gamers uh were satisfied when they did uh patch it and they did release it but a lot of professionals uh even even myself i felt like you guys didn't really have to do it i would have been satisfied with the ending that you gave me why because i got a good ending in one two and this ending now i got 120 hours plus worth the time invested in this whole series and the mass effect and that kind of matter more to me than getting something at the end you know the ending of the game who whatever characters that i had and whatever i received i was really really blown away and i was able to talk to my friend about it and we talked more about the experience and what we got out of it instead of the ending and and at times we were just like you know what let's revisit and let's do different things to see what we can experience and we did that and we got still got so much more out of it that the that uh, when we did get the end, it still meant more. Um, to me, uh, when you give a cliffhanger, like if you leave the game just like on a cliffhanger, I feel like that cheapens the game. I, I feel like 
you know you're you're expecting something but and you don't want to reveal it you know um definitely metroid other m had its problems and i'm not saying that uh the story was completely fantastic the story had its problems there were some way there were some things that at different parts the ending of the game was coming they were trying to tie up loose ends for it and the way that some of that stuff were stuff was revealed or wasn't revealed kind of cheapened the game is it, it it got you know it got its problems i will admit that but it's still my game of the year 2010 um but there was just stuff other in the game that i really enjoyed and you know it was a new metroid game it was something flashy um it was done by tecmo uh you know tecmo not ben not tecmo bandai tecmo kobe um you know, it was something really like exciting to see and exciting to play. Uh, you know, Nintendo and Tecmo, two big franchises, um, known for different things coming together to make a Metroid game. And I was so happy about that and what I played. I truly, truly enjoyed. Yes, the ending might not been satisfactory to a lot of people. And some people might say this is a black sheep or it's still not a good game. But I got enough out of it. I felt that the ending kind of justified a little bit of what they were going for. Um, it, I, like I said, this is the first game that 100%ed. And I, I'm not happy to say, say that I did that. You know, I, I got enough out of it. And when I do revisit the game and play it from time to time, I still feel happy that I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of faults in this game, but this section right here is so fun. I love this shooting. I love this action. I love how fast it is. I, I, there's just things about it that stand out more to me. But I'm like, if it would have ended up on a cliffhanger, I would have been mad. And I feel like there are some games, like if you look at Vanquish, that's a game that is a completely amazing in graphics. Um, the stories is Cuckoo Bananas. It's a kind of a B-rated game. Um, but, you know, Platinum put a lot of action in that game, a lot of good gameplay, uh, like uh, beautiful graphics. The story is whatever. But I felt cheaping at that last boss fight in the way that the game kind of ended. You know, you kind of wish that you really were able to um, fight that boss because we're not getting another Vanquish. And that, to me personally, that's sad. It's just like this game is... It fin it it tied up the loose end with the female president. It it finished that, but the evil guy that we were introduced, you know, he's the one that we want to go after and stop and fight. And we just wish that Platinum and Sega will revisit that so we could you know get a Vanquish too and actually fight them. Um, hopefully NX maybe. Hopefully Nintendo might do something. Um, but you know something like that cliffhanger left off through there just be like with with the unknown and not knowing that uh it was a guaranteed a sequel. It you know that's the one that's the next thing i I kind of wrote that uh ending doesn't guarantee a sequel if questions are still present like we won't know because sometimes they'll do a game and it might end up on a cliffhanger they didn't figure everything out and then the next game is like a prequel or they might just you know throw some they might like carry it along and then just start like really start with a new venture like uh, you can't to me personally that that's just cheap as the game and you can't do that um more choice endings make the decision for you due to your actions um like i spoke about heavy rain 
um, the decisions that you make in that game kind of determines what ending that you're going to get. And I think Beyond Two Souls do it also. Um, and it kind of like um, Bioshock does it also. If you, uh, whatever you, depending on what you do to the girls, um, that that depends on what your ending's going to get. Uh, if you're, you could be bad or you could be good. Um, depending on what you choose to do, that ending will uh, be for you. I personally, uh, I was good. I didn't take none of the girls' powers, um, unless, uh, sorry about that. Besides the first girl, um, when they kind of force you to do it to make you learn about the game, that's the only one that I took. All the other girls, I which I released, you know, I calmed them down, you know, saying that I'm not gonna hurt them, and I let them go about their business. Now, I do want to play it again, and I do want to be evil to see what kind of powers uh, do I get. Uh, and it's almost kind of like how um, Bioshock Infinite is, is that um, you, I think, I believe at some points you get to choose what thing, what uh, what you're going to do, uh, but I don't know if that has an effect on the ending of the game um, or, you know, the storyline that you're going to go through. Um, because once you see what the ending of the game is, you'll be like, oh, okay, I see um like so those decisions kind of doesn't matter um mass effect those some of those decisions um the decisions that you make throughout the game may affect the characters that you choose to have or choose to keep or choose to work with um usually definitely in mass effect 3 you will be able to make a choice and once you make that choice that's the end that you get um more with one and two it's kind of based off of when it goes into the next game um it depends on what you chose uh for your character and what actions happen on there so that ending that you get uh that's presented to you just like um there's like you can't choose a particular ending to let stuff go or anything like that you just get an ending and it affects your game in the next um uh sport endings for seasons that you play um, I don't know how they look now. Uh, definitely, if you play something like Mario Kart, you just really just get the trophy if you came in number one and then unlocks the next stuff. Um, and then that's in. Um, anything like NBA or NFL, you might get a trophy. They might show some kind of uh, CGI now. Uh, I haven't really kept up with it. Uh, but you do get an ending. Uh, or and then it, it goes quick like i don't even think you get credits in it i just think that you know you just get an ending and that's it um to rpg gamers the ending has to be a result you have to finish everything that's in the game with the story you have to have them save the world destroy the world or whatever um you know dragon quest is kind of the exception um and there's some other rpgs that that kind of exceptions. like if they give you options to actually do something um good or bad it'll be up to you but uh, if a game is getting to like golden sun for example um it because the game was too big it had to actually be split in two um when you get to the ending of that game it really presents you like okay i guess this is the midpoint of the game we're cutting off we're giving you this ending uh shipping you off but in the coming months, we're going to release uh, part two of it, of the same game, and you'll be able to continue your journey and go on from that. Uh, 
and you know that 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 was kind of something new, but something like Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that, they they have to give you an ending, uh, a definite ending. Um, and then when that ends, you, you know, if they do, if they plan to do a sequel, it might be a new characters, it might be a new universe, it might be, it could be whatever. Uh, if you look at um. Final Fantasy 15, uh, not Final Fantasy 15, the Final Fantasy games, they give you a definite ending, um, because each game is separate, not all, not everything in that world connects. So, when I come back, our game end is supposed to have a, a connection to it, um, we will see when I come right back. So let's ask that qu- answer that question. Are game and is supposed to have a connection? Not likely. Um, depending on which game or service that you play, if it becomes a hit title, um, sometimes they're uh, depending on the genre, they will have a connection. Like if you look at the Mega Man series, like none of them have a connection. Um, meaning, and a connection meaning uh, that the end of that game story. And in this ending, uh, shows in the next game, um, like like Mega Man and Mass Effect are two different things. Uh, the, when you end a Mega Man game and defeat Doctor Wily, that was that adventure. Um, and then when you go to like Mega Man Two, it starts a whole new adventure, but a whole new storyline. Where Mass Effect is, um, you go through that adventure, it gives you that ending. And that ending reflects on what the second game is going to be about uh, at the intro. And then it can, it goes on to whatever Mass Effect 2 becomes to be. So something like that. Um, the Grand Theft Auto games, if you look at them, they kind of have no connection. But the stop, but they all it all happens in the kind of like the same world, same universe, uh, just in different states. Uh, so things like that. Um, some sequels become prequels. Um, and so, you know, you'll get the main adventure of that character and it might end. And when this part two comes out, it kind of want to tell that, uh, uh, that protagonist younger age, what they did before that game started. Um, if you kind of look at Darksiders, um, where Darksiders 1 and Darksiders 2, both of those games are happening at the same time. 
um, even though Darksiders 2 is not a prequel to Darksiders, um, it's just showing another viewpoint of all that was going on at that same time when war was uh was fighting on the game now it was supposed to have two more titles but due to the fact that thq closed um we didn't get dark starters 3 and we didn't get dark starters 4 um even though those games were good they were kind of su- successful um we just didn't get the full storyline of what happened like the uh the end of uh, definitely of Darksiders is that War sees his three brothers coming back. So Darksiders three, ooh, sorry about that. Was I believe we're supposed to take place pretty much after Darksiders one to show uh, what would happen next. Because Darksiders one, like I said, one and two is happening at the same time. So I think three and four, three would have. Uh, brought them all together and then i think probably four would have concluded that's my uh ideal of it or um what i think it is uh kingdom hearts ending and connection problems um the kingdom hearts series um is a weird kind of connection thing with their endings uh because it even though it does end and i believe you get a secret ending if you get like everything um because they got too many side games and prequels and different is games the series is on diff, uh about two different platforms um there were actually three different platforms i should say uh playstation uh handheld uh for an, uh nintendo's handheld and for sony's handheld um it, the main series is supposed to be kingdom hearts 1 and it's supposed to connect it to Kingdom Hearts 2. But Kingdom Hearts 2 happened because of all the other stuff that happened. And uh, it, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of weird because you really do have to play all the whole game, all the games to understand. Uh, but even before Kingdom Hearts actually happened, the prequel like of the whole game, they put it on Vita. So you got to kind of play that one before you can even get into Kingdom Hearts and then play like the mid games to get into Kingdom Hearts 2. And then I think 352 over two days is the supposed to be the last one after what happened to Kingdom Hearts. Or it, I think it happens before Kingdom Hearts 2 happened. It's very weird on how the timeline in that game is structured. Um, but the endings to those games, they never connect. So you kind of got to guess what is really going on. Um, I spoke about the mask effect connection. And that's mostly with the characters and their stats. Um, investing the story to introduce new game mechanics. Uh, usually why some of the uh, games don't connect is that they want to invest the storyline for that character. Um, the Legend of Zelda, reason why they really don't connect because they kind of want to tell different stories about it, but they really want events link like further on in the timeline to be able to introduce new mechanics, uh, game com- mechanics. Um, if you look at Tomb Raider, um, like with Tomb Raider 1 and Tomb Raider 2, like the originals that came out, uh, you can see the difference that they kind of move forward with it so that, um, 
they be able to tell like a new storyline. Uh, Metroid and Zelda storyline and con- their connections uh, and their endings, um, because they happen at so many different times at um, in the series. Um, you'll get a storyline, but you won't get the connection because so many of those games just get applied to t- uh, to so many things. Um, the RPG um, it depends on the developer if they're going to connect it or not. Um, definitely, if you look at something like Atlas. Uh, I don't think a lot of their games connect, but they're kind of like connect uh, in the way that they're in the same world. Like the Shin Megami Tensei is kind of the series is kind of the main thing, uh, but Persona's supposed to be part of that, and then like there's some other things that's supposed to be part of the Shin Megami Tensei lore. Um, so it kind of depends on what the developer. I know Square Enix doesn't do it with Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. Like this, never. I I don't think there's been a Final Fantasy or a Dragon Quest games that has ever connected. Now you might say Final Fantasy uh, thirteen, thirteen two, and thirteen three. Those all connect, but those are all like um, oh Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X two also. Um, like I think X and X two connect in a way that uh what happened to your main character, uh his female love is trying to figure out how to get him back. Uh Titus. Um uh, is it Titus? I believe it's Titus. Um and so those kind of stories uh, kinda of connect. Um if you look at the Tales uh the Tales series like Tales of Symphonia, um, those kind of games. Uh Tales of Symphonia one and two they somewhat connect, but they introduce uh, different gameplay mechanics and characters and stuff. So it, it kind of da- it, it connects in that sense, um, but it tells like a very weird story. But while where all the other tale games um, tell different stories uh, of its own, Phoenix Wright, for example, um, once you beat the game and you get a new Phoenix Wright, he's on a whole different adventure. So none of those games connect. So it's fine. Like when we hopefully when we get the division two, it's going to tell. Uh, it's going to connect with the next story that's in it, and maybe we'll fight uh, fight the um, division agent that went rogue. Maybe we'll be able to fight him. Um, the Borderland games, if you if you look at those, like even with FPSs, um, all of those games don't connect. Even though Call of Duty. Um, Black Ops 1, 2, and 3 are out. Um, they all tell different stories is what I believe. Um, the only game that I could really think of that somewhat connects in the FPS world is Resistance. Um, Resistance 1, 2, and 3 is just, um, they tell, uh, the, they follow each storyline and be able to tell. Oh, Killzone 1 to 3 also does the same thing. Um, like they're, you know, it tells a, it feels like they tell a longer story, so they have to be able to connect everything that's on it in order to tell it. Um, but those are kind of the only kind of like first person shooters that I can actually think of, and there may be more games that uh, once you play in, they're truly connect. So when I come back, uh, we're gonna talk touch on our last part, and then we're gonna do some plugs. Um, how to make endings better when I come.
So, how do we make them better? Um, let them conclude everything. L- let that ending tie, like I said earlier, tie up all the loose ends. Just let them be able to finish it. Um, and I can understand if you want to be ambiguous about some things, um, and leave some things hidden. That's completely fine. Um, but I feel like stuff like maybe after the credits kind of reveal like who the new villain is or who also may know what, uh, some, what the secret is and then be able to, um, end it that way. Um, or maybe it might be DLC that's coming. Um, cause you, you kind of want to conclude everything in case you do not get a sequel. Um, a, in case there be years that you have to wait for that game to, uh, or, the, or that franchise to really make another impact. Uh, if you look at Heavenly Sword, um, that game concluded after the action, uh, action, um, after the ending of the game. Um, like your main character dies, that's it. Um, she fought a good battle, and that's all. Um, if you look at Infamous, uh, two, um, you if you get the good ending, uh, you kind of see. Uh, what happens to Cole? But if you look at Infamous Second Son, it, it shows that Cole is dead um, in that game. Um, and I have to finish Infamous Second Son. I really do want to finish it because I wonder if they tell more of Cole. Uh, if they have any more hints for Cole? Because the way that uh, Infamous Second Son and Infamous Two, um, how those two don't connect, but but they kind of should. Uh, kind of makes you wonder, like, is is there gonna be an infamous three? I mean, or infamous four, where cold cold does show up, or in fact, is are the infamous is the infamous series like really over with? Um, who knows? Um, to give you more of an example, like I spoke earlier, um, play Bioshock or play you know the Mario games for example, on seeing how these games like conclude everything, um. I feel like, you know, to make it better, go dark when needed. Um, allow the victory to actually go to the antagonist and be able to tell um, what happens. Like, don't give it, if you don't give the game a moral choice, I should say. Oh, excuse me, sorry about that. If you don't give the game a moral choice and just let them actually, uh, the antagonist win, um, that may, I mean, you could probably still have some hope. Um uh, that may actually lead into um, the sequel where, you know, people are trying to recover and, you know, be able to uh, fight the enemy and take their land back. Um, you know, if you look at Gears of War, uh, the way that, I, to me personally, the way uh, when I, after I felt like I beat it, I kind of wasn't, like, satisfied. Like, I, I feel like I was kind of robbed and cheap cheap and like even with the uncharted games like i don't feel like they're ending games right there like they give me a satisfactory and that's just something personal and sometimes i just feel like you know they really need to kind of go dark don't kill nathan drake or and don't kill marcus phoenix and stuff um but you know maybe do something that would connect them for the next adventure um, and you sometimes would get the do get a connection, do dialogue, or do uh, different story points. Um, don't have the director promise sequels in an interview. If you're in, if you're if their director is being interviewed, 
do not saying don't believe him or anything, but make sure that if he talks about the sequel and stuff, you know, he can have ideas and hope, you know, hope, you know, have a hope for what they did in the future. But if he's saying, yeah, we already got a, a sequel coming and the, and a company goes belly up or something, then you'll never get to see what that sequel is. Um, don't be super long and don't kill off the cast at the end. Um, I feel like a like maybe a game ending should probably be two to three minutes. Um, still tie up the loose ends and be able to show what the credits are. Now, if it's gonna be animated, you know, uh, it should really have some good voice acting. It should be animated very well. Um, so for our horror games, are great examples of endings. Uh, you know that you can study. So if you play like Silent Hill or Resident Evil, look out how those games end. Um, and you know it kind of be a good study. Like you did everything and everything concluded. Um, you know with like uh, there might be a little bit of hints, but uh, like when the game concludes, a game concludes, and that's it. And you know, I, hopefully, because I'm going to be playing Uncharted Four um real soon um hopefully the way that that game is you know can kind of concludes the series and i hope it's really good because i do look forward to playing that game and definitely when the next legend of zelda um for zelda uh, for zelda <laughs> for wii u and, and next come out uh hopefully that all the stuff that i do in that game like really gives me a a good ending because the zelda endings i just love the zelda games are great when they're in um uh, this year i'll be going to sky restore like this month in a couple of weeks too um and hopefully the payoff of that game is really good um but i want to hear what you guys think of what you guys think of indies like video game indies um you can email the show at my out to comment at yahoo.com that's m-y-o-p the number two c-o-m-m-e-n-t at yahoo.com i really do want to hear what you guys think of video game indies and you can also follow me on twitter at that retro code t-h-a-t-r-e-t-r-o-c-o-d-e and you can friend me on facebook under ever varnell um you can find more of optional opinion on soundcloud itunes and on google play and at uh the anomalous radio network.podbean.com um i do have to update the episodes for podbean so i will be doing that uh in a couple of days um i've just been getting a lot of things uh together um you can also catch me on the deluded geeks podcast on the i'm here on the anomalous radio network um you guys just hear us talk about random things check out some of our reviews uh we're getting ready to do uh batman versus superman and probably soon captain america so do uh check those out when they could become available just check at the anomalous radio network dot um i also host a show uh with larry giver and adrian nieto which we will be be uh <laughs> we will be back uh coming this friday hopefully we'll be able to give you guys the episode and catch up on a lot of things we had to take a two break uh a two week hiatus uh just getting things taking a vacation um getting things together so we hope to give you guys a good show um world one-on-one podcast uh, which you can now find on uh soundcloud itunes 
and on Google Play. Um, and you can find World One One and Optional Opinion together. Um, just go to your search thing. If you type in Optional Opinion, definitely for iTunes. If you type type in Optional Opinion and you subscribe, you'll be getting both podcasts. Um, so do subscribe to us. Do check us out. Um, here on SoundCloud, you can check on um, Optional Opinion, and you will see um, World One One and Optional Opinion on that page also. And I, like I said earlier at the top of this uh, episode, um, I'm on the uh, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. You guys could also check them out on iTunes and on Google Play. I think they're episode, I think they're be coming up on Google Play real soon. Uh, and I believe they're on iTunes. You can follow them on Twitter at hhp uh, hp podcast at uh, on Twitter. Um, Deuce and Johnny such great guys had a ball talking to them um hope to have them in july for optional opinion to do a bonus episode um and i also got another announcement but i'll talk about that later uh simon's cake um you can find their podcast at simon's cake uh simon simon's cake um, all on one word. Um, they will be guessing on my show coming soon. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I have to say that again three times because I'm going to enjoy everything that we're talking about. It's going to be a good topic and I cannot wait to, uh, let you guys check it out. So you can check them out at Simon's Cake, uh, Simon Cake podcast dot no simon's cake word dot wordpress dot com check out their podcast i'm sorry about that guys um the digital nerds advocate uh the dna community you can check them on facebook itunes youtube they have a youtube page um cory and his team this still doing wonderful great things i believe it's going to change in a couple of days um i haven't got an update yet but once it's changed i will let you guys know but for right now the digital nerds advocate you guys can check out their podcast on soundcloud on itunes and i think they're going to be on google play soon yes okay I'm sorry about that, everybody. Um, uh, the NBC. Okay. <laughs> um, the NBC video game book club. Um, you guys can check that out on, um, on YouTube. This month we're playing Yoshi's Island. I'm really sorry about that, everybody. Um, uh, you guys can, uh, Join up uh, here. Listen to us on YouTube. We just got done talking about Donkey Kong Country. Um, like I said, this month we're playing, playing uh, actually Yoshi's Woolly World. I'm sorry about that. Not your Yoshi's Island. Um, Yoshi's Woolly World on um, Wii U. Uh, so do join us for that. Um, E3 is coming up. So hopefully I will have an E3 show for that. Um, and my second year of uh, optional opinion backlog bat backlog bash blowout is coming soon i will be announcing what the games are i did put some out of some ideas out um but i there's some games that i am going to finalize uh real soon um i did pick my four systems that i'm playing xbox one wii u playstation 3 and playstation 4 um and what it is is that i give um one game on each system two weeks to play so if i pick the game for wii u that one game gets two weeks for me to play and beat 
um and then hopefully i come back and be able to talk about it so i will be doing that um that starts june 1st and it ends july 30th um and hopefully that podcast like the first or second week of august i will be talking about it um so do check that out and like i said if you follow me on twitter at that retro code i will be letting you know what it is um and i also will be letting you know throughout the podcast um that's the game that i'm playing may give you guys some updates and stuff like that um hopefully you guys will tune in or even play with me um and let me know what your backlog is uh if you guys do uh going to do be doing it this summer um i know tokyo mirage session is coming so i will be trying to get that in but i am waiting to play that um like in august um after i get done party with the wii u game because i think i'm gonna do the wii u game last um before i do anything else because uh, once i get done with the wii u game i'll do start tokyo mirage session i know it's going to be late and i'm going to be dabbling in it uh here and there uh but i kind of don't want to ruin the flow um, now if i do finish that game within the two weeks um and the time is still going then i'll start the tokyo mirage session um but thanks thank you everybody have a great week have a great weekend um do check out me on happy hour with johnny and deuce uh, like I said on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, I'm their guest host this week. Um, really, guys, I I do appreciate it. I have so much fun, and I appreciate you guys for listening to the show and giving me feedback. Um, so with that, I am out. Um, before I go, and I keep doing this, I don't know why I keep doing this. Um, I want to let you guys know what the music was that I used for playing this game. Um. My intro was by New Jabez, Title Horizon. Um, the first music break is R Type Delta Soundtrack, uh, Stage 7, called 12 Fate. Uh, Quest 64, Original Soundtrack, uh, Mel Road was my second music break. Uh, Triple Play 98, uh, that was the menu music uh, for my third break. Um, Arthur Beast Sega Genesis Remix was my fourth. And I'm ending the show with Final Fantasy 13. Blinded by the Light Battle Theme Hip Hop Remix. And this comes from Gold Unit 1001. Um, do check out Morpheus work and you guys can check out these tracks on YouTube. Um, just look them up and give them a listen. If you like it, subscribe to those pages um, and do enjoy. But with that, everybody, I am out. Peace. <laughs>